You are listening to Spin Southwest and I am delighted to tell you that wrapping up the show we've got some very special guests joining us today. I'm absolutely buzzing and excited to have these lads on the show because uh, if you're a regular listener of the show you'll know that this has been a tune that has got us going now that life is back on track, clubs are reopened. We've had many a dance around the studio early on a Saturday morning when nobody's been looking to this tune. So uh, it's even better that it's Irish produced, recorded and released and I am delighted to welcome Belters Only on to spin now DJs Connor Bissett and Robbie G thank you both so much for taking the time to chat with me thanks very much thanks for having us yeah it's a pleasure lads what a few months it's been for you like just talk to me a little bit about this success because it's been amazing like you're up there at the top of international charts you're topping the Irish charts here at home your tune is on every radio it must it must feel pretty good yeah it's 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 magical to be honest with you um since since New Year's Day, it's blown up and um, went viral on TikTok on New Year's Eve. So, literally waking up to the first day of the new year to just like a completely just a drastic change and for the better, you know. And and luckily we like me and Bissa were working hard for a couple of months beforehand before all this blow blew up. So, um, not even that we've been working we've been working hard for years. Yeah, sacrificed yeah. a lot of time and stuff like that. But we we knew eventually it would come together at some stage, yeah. and I feel like this is the beginning of it now. Yeah, definitely. Unbelievable. Like, so just tell me a little bit about Belters Only because I know that this began as kind of a collaboration, a DJ night, a club night in Dublin, pre-pandemic when clubs were open. But then obviously there was such a change in your life as DJs and you kind of had this total drought for two years. So how did you turn that time into something so successful? It was months and months and months of planning, to be honest with you. It wasn't just one of these things where we said, oh, we get this person, we get that person, and we'll, we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll go this way. It was it was months of planning, writing down things, planning out stuff, and who we wanted on the team, who who we get rid of sometimes as well, you know, that way. But we just, we have a close, we have a close circle now, and I think, I think we have a good unit now to go wherever we want in life. Amazing. Well, that's a good thing to be able to say to have a unit like that. And it's true, actually. It's it's the people that you surround yourself with. So what is your relationship like as pals? I mean, have you been in this industry together for a long time or as individuals? Yeah, so um, me and Bissa started off in the same venue years ago. No, I'm, I'm younger than Bissa. I started in Sin when I was 16. I think Bissa started in Sin when he was 18 now. Just, just to clear things up, I, the, the owner had came to my house and wrote a permission slip to say I was allowed in the club because I was under 18. So, your secret's safe with us. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we were in the, we, we started up in the same club together. Now, even though we did, we didn't, we didn't really speak back then. There was no reason for it. It was just, just I was only in there to do my show and go home. And it was just a different time, you know. And um, what happened was then I kind of, my, my career kind of blew up from the time I was 17 and I'd done official remixes of Crystal Waters, Gypsy Woman, and Boys to Men on Bend the Knee and, and that was signed at the Universal LA and things blew up for me. I was playing all over Ireland and while that was going on, Bissette was releasing songs and getting millions and millions of streams and then he eventually started doing his, his, his shows all over Ireland and we both were doing our own thing and it, we, we were always kind of, we were always in the same conversation because obviously we're both from Dublin, I'm from North Dublin, he's from South Dublin. So like there was always that kind of question like of, of, of like a rivalry between the two of us and what people didn't see was that like we knew each other from before that and like it wasn't really like that, you know what I mean? And when eventually the, the, the pandemic hit and we were all kind of sitting in our houses, got to a point that we were like, look, we obviously respected each other's music and respected the, like the graphs that we were both putting in. And we both had the same message to, 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 to put across for people. And um, eventually the pandemic hit, he hit me up 
and was like, look, um, why haven't we gotten in the studio yet? Like, let's just get in the studio, let's just do it. And um, from, the, from the moment on, it was just, the, the rest was history. Like, And obviously, because of the experience of the two of us and our own single careers, we brought that with us. And yeah, that's and just it. And just just to add on that, when me and Robbie were, we met both in the same club, with that kind of music, um, we just loved that kind of music that yeah, was playing back then. Lot. Yeah, it influenced us. And we kind of brought that into our own sound growing up. And I think when we got into shootout together, we worked perfectly because we both had the same kind of brain for the same kind of taste of music. So it just gelled together perfectly, I think. Amazing. Yeah. And look, it clearly has. And the success is proof of that. You obviously brought in Jazzy then on vocals and uh, the three of you created Make Me Feel Good, which is just such a feel good tune. It does exactly what it says in the tin. And I think... You timed it to perfection, lads. I've got to give you that because there's something about being Irish, right? Obviously, I love the fact you've called yourself belters only. Who in Ireland doesn't love a good belter? Like, come on, we still think of Mark McCabe, end of the night. We're all ready to sing that song. So, like, talk to me about when you decided to release Make Me Feel Good because I feel as if you did it, the world reopened, clubs were opened again, and people were like, yes, this is the soundtrack of our lives now and the the soundtrack of the reopening. Did you want to take that one? Yeah, so um, we originally released the song. So I mean, like even though me and Bissa only got in the studio during the pandemic, we, we worked together online before. That's the way I usually used to work. Because we're originally just bedroom DJs. We just started in our bedroom with our laptops, like, you know what I mean? So that's the way it used to work, like just back and forth. And um, so that did, so Make Me Feel Good was made. It was originally released independently. And then um, it done well. It done, it done over, what, two million players naturally yeah, itself independently. And before it was signed, so then um, Polydor came in over over um, over the, the pandemic and got onto Bisset and was like, "Look, we want to we want to sign this track." Um, and it was mad because when when we re-released the song, like we didn't think like a couple of weeks forward that everything was just going to drop, the clubs are going to be back. We didn't have that in mind. Like, you know what I mean, our mentality was that we were going to be just just grafting as long as possible, as long as we keep making music, we'll be fresh. You know what I mean? And, we don't have to worry about the clubs aren't back up because once the clubs aren't back up, we're just going to be stocked with like an artillery of just belters. Do you know what I mean? Which is what we have, which is what we have now. You know what I mean? And it make me feel good being just coming out in the time that it did. And then obviously the clubs opening back up. It is it is like a soundtrack to everyone because people have been waiting three years to hear a belter in a club and now they're hearing it on the radio, a club track on the radio, which I don't think has happened like to this magnitude before. And um yeah, it's not the, it's not the, it's not the end of it. This is literally just the beginning of of that type of vibe. So brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Lads, look, continued success. And it's deadly that we get to play it on the radio. You're so right. It is what everybody needs. And it does give you that rush and that like feel good factor. As soon as you hear a tune like that, it's almost like you're ready. You're ready for a night out and it could be a Monday evening. So I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Um, <laughs> Bissett, talk to me a little bit about the power of social media, because you mentioned that you posted this on New Year's Eve on TikTok. And like we've seen this happen time and time again with some of our biggest global stars. Look at Gail, who's only 17 years old again, making music in her bedroom. Um, TikTok is kind of incredible, isn't it, as a social media platform for artists? Yeah, we were saying in uh, one of the other interviews there that I think me and Robbie are kind of looking at, at music in a different way now as well. Um, TikTok is such a big influence on, on music nowadays um, because it's such a big app. Um, but I think we're kind of looking, when we're making a track, we're kind of looking for that that bit of a TikTok where it could blow up on TikTok as well, because I think that's the way forward with music and getting getting music out there to people all over the world. So yeah. 
I think that's just the yeah TikTok is definitely a big big factor in 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 today's music music world. Does it excite you how far your music can reach when it comes to TikTok and the fact that you have that global audience at the touch of a button? A million percent. Of course, it's, it's actually crazy how how far it can go on TikTok. Um, at first, at first, I was a bit iffy about TikTok because uh, I, I tend to be. I, I know I'm only twenty four, but I feel like I'm an old school head. At first, when I was like, oh, I'm not going onto that TikTok, you know what I mean? And <laughs> and then, well, now it's just a completely different thing now. Like it's literally dictating the charts, you know what I mean? It's literally like like no matter what, you could be a, literally an independent artist and you could release a song on TikTok and you could go above anybody. And like, I feel like that's a great thing to show to to show like. So what TikTok shows now is that the people make the decision rather than yeah. anyone else or any companies or any, <clears throat> do you know what I mean? Any anything like that. It's like if the people love it, well then it's gonna go up into the charts and yeah. people have loved make me feel good and for the right reasons and TikTok has just helped that. So like shout out to TikTok for that one, do you know what I mean? Like and obviously TikTok is a big important thing for this. So like obviously when we're making the tracks, we we, we will make our music the way we would make it, but we'll also try to find that kind of section where like it could possibly go viral on TikTok. Yeah. People could possibly love that. And try to roll with that, you know. Well said. Absolutely. You'll have us all doing like Macarena style dances now to the next song or whatever it is. Uh, tell me, Robbie, I know as well with TikTok, like there is such potential for collaboration and we've seen so many big artists come together and collab online and do all of these cool videos um, even throughout the pandemic, which has been really, really cool to see. I read that your dream collaboration is with Becky Hill. And I know that she's coming to Ireland this summer. Uh, she's headlining some of the festivals down here, down south. So uh, do you reckon it could happen? Could we see it in the pipeline? Will Belters only collaborate with someone big and fancy? Yeah, definitely. I definitely think uh, I definitely think we will do something with Becky in the future. Um, she she loves house music just like we do. She's a house music. like She she appreciates good house music. So um, it's what her forte is. So she'll, I think she'll definitely, she'll, she'll definitely, we'll catch her, we'll catch her really soon. Yeah. But yeah. Um, as of now, we're not kind of collaborating with anybody. We're just staying purely in house. Like we have Jazzy there, who's a phenomenal singer, and we feel like she's as good as any. Um, we also have my sister there. My sister's another phenomenal singer. We're, we're in the studio with her. She's a she's a great little songwriter as well. She's only starting now, but there's serious potential there for her. So, like we have artists in house that we want to show off before we branch out anywhere else. I mean, and one of our main things is to show like what Ireland is about. You know what I mean? Like, I what, think. I think what we have is, is special enough as well yeah. to even go as far as anybody as well. So at the moment, we're not really looking for someone, but if someone catches our eye as well that we want to kind of really work with maybe in the future or maybe after the summer or something, maybe it could it could work. Incredible. Okay, so watch this space. Lads, I know that we're running tight on time, but I do want to give you a shout out and uh, obviously just shout out, I should say, your incredible recent video that you've released, uh, shot, filmed, live performance, The Grand Social in Dublin. To me, Bissett, it just looked like you were having the time of your lives. I, I don't even think you had to think about putting on a performance and knowing it was recorded. It just looked like you were having some crack from start to finish of that gig. It was unreal. So that was me. That was the the first gig back in 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 Ireland. Actually, no, sorry, in Dublin. In since before lockdown, so I knew the crowd was going to be hyped because I usually I used to have a weekly residency in Grand Social. So 
the, the crowd knew what kind of music I played, knew what hype I brought. So they knew when I was coming back after after this, uh, they were all going to be hyped to bits. And, and it looked like it was just amazing in the footage that Dan took. Absolutely deadly. Look, lads, incredible. You're doing so well. Belters only. We look forward to the next belter. Uh, Robbie, can you give us any bit of a sneak, bit of information? What can we look forward to going forward into the summer for belters only? Will there be another big belter? Yeah, well, uh, um, there, might be a, there might be a couple, but um, there's, there's one coming out, our next single coming out with Jazzy is on March 4th. March 4th, yeah. March 4th, and it, that'll be coming out with Jazzy on the vocals again. So we personally think it's bigger than make me feel good, but we'll let everyone be the judge of it. Robbie G and Visit Belters Only and shout out to Jazzy as well. You're doing incredible. You're flying the flag for Ireland internationally. Keep it up and uh, we look forward to hopefully playing all of your belters in the very near future on Spin Southwest. Gary Mahogwif, thanks a Thank Sounds you, Louise. Thanks very much, Thank Louise. You.